0: Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to On Base Live in Your Bleach Report app. I am your host, Smoky Betts, and today we're in beautiful Seattle. And we have Mr. Julio Rodriguez. What's going, on? What's going on? brother?
1: Chilling, chilling. Excited to be here.
0: Make sure you uh hold the mic up when you talk. Everybody wanna hear you, man. You know, there was a there was a tweet <laughs> that came out and <laughs> Um, I seen it and, it's, and it said "Mo, well, while you're in Seattle you have to get Julio so I think this interview um, is much anticipated so thank you for coming on bro
1: no thank you for inviting me and it's definitely gonna be a cool one man it's gonna be a good one so you're two
0: time all star 2022 rookie of the year and you won a silver slugger last year has, it, has the big leagues been a dream come true so far? I mean,
1: definitely. You know, you definitely, you definitely know it comes with struggle. It comes with all that, but uh, just being here, it definitely is being a dream come true, man. Like,
0: it's everything I dream of and more. That's what I can say. We're gonna get to that struggle, that struggle part of it because I think, you know, with this being your second year, you've learned, you've probably learned a lot, I and mean, we're we're gonna get into that. <laughs> but first, we're gonna play on base, off base. You've seen the show, so you know what we're what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. First, we're going to start with Dunkin' Donuts is better than Starbucks. Are you on base or on, off base on that? When well, it comes to coffee or what? Yeah, we're going to go with coffee. I like Starbucks better. Starbucks.
1: So Seattle. you're off base.
0: So I, I I'm i kind of like torn because Starbucks is good. Like, you know, I'm not a coffee guy. Uh, I would drink tea. But being in Boston, bro, Dunkin' Donuts is everywhere. No, we're in Seattle, though. This is a true. Star- Starbucks. Starbucks is everywhere. So, yeah, here. Starbucks is everywhere too. And I've seen this the some of the original signs of Starbucks, um, around here. You know, I didn't. I thought there was just one. You know, one uh, logo, but there's a bunch of different ones, and uh, like they're on every corner. The first Starbucks is actually by, uh, the marketplace.
1: Market, the marketplace. It's close it's close by the first ever the first ever Starbucks yeah I mean, I the logo is see. different and everything so it's it's pretty cool I meaning to go even though the line be... is pretty big though
0: but. oh no never mind <laughs> no, never, mind. never mind. No, it's over. <laughs> so when you when you go to Starbucks what's your order what, what do you get I'm I'm a big uh hot coffee
1: but I, I tell you Caramel macchiato I don't know about none of that Okay, so you get do that. you
0: get like two squirts of caramel on? No, nah, I just, what?
1: Uh, I mean, that's kind of the name of the coffee that they, oh, they just, that they got over there. But I like it hot normally. That's what we drink. Oh, it you, it don't do, it. I, you don't do you don't nah. do no ice coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the DR, we don't drink it like that. So it's, I just kind of grew up with it.
0: And then that's in that. How often do you go to Starbucks?
1: Uh, whenever I can, honestly, especially on but the you road, can all but the time. Uh, especially being in Seattle, So, you yeah, said it on the road though. I I go the most. Whenever I whenever I hear, I, I do well it my house. Mm. You get the order coffee. and they bring it to the house. No, I just put a little coffee in the coffee machine oh, so you just, okay. every
0: morning. Mm. Good for you. Okay. All right. So what about this? <clears throat> You're on TikTok, right? You 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 enjoy TikTok. Mm-hmm. Have you? What what about you thinking about the Roman Empire more than once a week? Do you know about that? The Roman Empire. Roman Empire. No, I
1: don't know much about that.
0: Me, me neither. <laughs> yeah. I just seen it on TikTok and and I figured, you know, I might as well throw it out there and ask. You know, you're what, 20, 21, 20, 22, 22 years old. Oh my gosh, I missed it that year. <laughs> so I figure you may have seen it. There's a so evidently there's these girlfriends or wives or whoever they ask their partner, Do you think about the Roman Empire? Now, if you ask me what the Roman Empire is, I can't really tell you. Because it was a long on time that. ago, I'm you base know, with but you on base for doing that. <laughs> yeah, see? but uh, evidently they they say guys think about it. I've never thought about it. You know, I mean, it is what it is. I figure you may you may know. So, what about the next one? Roberto Clemente's number number twenty one should be retired, on base or off base? On base. I'm on base on that too. Really, really on base. What what do you what all do you know about Roberto Clemente? I mean, he was
1: definitely the first lighting hall of fame. And 3,000 hits. 3,000 hits. It was and, cold. And definitely, like, a, I feel like for us, too, um, it was a bridge, you know? Like mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a bridge for us, like, Latin, for the Latin community. Just like Jackie Robinson was uh, here in the States. I feel like that was our Jackie Robinson. So, I feel like he's definitely, definitely on base. with retiring his number. So,
0: you're—so, if we start a petition— to get his number retired. Julio Rodriguez is gonna be yeah, one of the first names on it. You that. heard it here. <laughs> <Check>. <laughs> okay, so what about this? Seattle deserves the NBA team. Definitely too. So you're a big, you're a basketball guy. Yeah, I like watching some basketball. Who's your guy? Uh I'm a
1: big LeBron James guy. But if we were to go with mentality and things like that, I feel like the things that I that I read and seen about Kobe Bryant. In the okay. way that he, okay. that he That's
0: crazy you never you yeah uh, you never got to see him I anything.
1: mean the DR is not that it, that you that you were able to like get access so easily right. to it so I would I would definitely limit uh redo a little bit of research and like learn about him and I was like seeing stuff like popping on my feet and I feel like the impact that he had like all across sport all across like different mentality for people I feel like that anybody that can achieve that is definitely like somebody that I'm gonna look up to
0: yeah you know? and he he did I mean Shoot, everybody looked up to him. Probably even people that played while against him yeah. were looking up to him. So, and that's uh that's good that you brought that up because I, I kind of see that sometimes when uh when when we're watching you, like it's just that you you keep going over and over, but you're having fun. And again, we'll get into all that as we uh learn who Julio Rodriguez is. So you're going and this is your second year, and like I said, you won rookie of the year last year, but usually your second year is when you kind of go through your slumps and you hit your bumps and all and bruises and all those type of things. How has it been for you this year?
1: Uh, at the beginning, definitely, there was, there was a lot of adjustment. You know how it is. Like, you get to the league, you kind of achieve kind of what you wanted in a way, um, but then there's more. There's right. always more. There's always thing to learn, and and I feel like for me, I feel like adjusting on and off the field was a thing because you know I saw my country in the first mm-hmm. year. Uh, a lot of things that I need to manage that I didn't have to manage before, so I feel like uh, learning how to balance on and off the field was like my biggest thing.
0: Okay, and- so what have you done? What have you done? Because it's it's hard. It's hard. I mean, you know, especially a young kid in the big leagues. You know, what 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 have you had to do? I feel like the biggest thing that I had to do was setting my
1: boundaries, bro. And setting with, my
0: with people, like family. With people, with friends. people
1: and like, you know, the the people around me, you know, regardless. Like setting my boundaries and like setting my priorities clear. Because even though like people around you, sometimes they don't they don't mean to hurt you, they don't mean to do any bad things to you, but at the same time, you need to set your priorities clear because you have so many more possibilities and so many things that you could do now that you gotta like realize, okay. This is what I like to do. I can support you guys mm-hmm. and every single thing that I can, but I need to get this. You know, was it hard
0: saying? Was it really hard saying that?
1: It was hard, but at the same time, uh, they understood. You know, they understood like all the things that I that I that I have done, all the work that I that I put that I put myself through, um, and like I, they understood what was the goal was. You know, we have other possibilities. We have we can do all these things, but at the same time, it's like we're not done yet. You know, We got a lot of things that we need to do. We're here for a reason and at the the, the end of the day, like, I'm going to be for you guys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At the end of the day, regardless, I'm going to be for you guys but at the same time, I got things that I need to do
0: and I cannot slack off. Okay, so that's off the field. Yeah. Now, on the field, what have you had to do? Because going in, I remember, even after I won MVP in 18 and coming in the next year, like, you have, Obviously, all the people around are have high expectations of you. But then you have high expectations of yourself because you just did it. You were just successful, yeah. right? And then you come in and things are different. You know, your body's different. Pitching is different. You know, they're attacking you different ways. And so how has that been? For, for you, because I remember it was hard, man. It, it was hard trying to live up to those, to those expectations, but paying attention to what's going on in the field. And then you got all this stuff off the field. It's just So t- t- take me through that. Like, how has it been going through all the changes and, and whatnot on the field?
1: Uh, on the field, it's definitely it definitely was a lot of ups and downs, especially in the beginning of the year. But I feel like trusting the work that I put in, trusting, like, myself, and like kind of like going back to the basics because I feel like it's easy it's easy for us to forget that what really got us here, mm-hmm. like that what really like made us successful in that first year. And I feel like kind of going back to the basics and like breaking everything down, that's what what allowed me to kind of be back to produce and like help the team in the way that I would normally would do it. And it just that, just gonna stick into the basic. End. What
0: what is that? What does that mean, though? What is going back to the basics for Julio Rodriguez? For
1: me, just let's say at the end at the end of the year, whenever you're feeling good, like your swim your swing is like on point, like mm-hmm. you, you have done it throughout the whole year, is it's easy to just step on the plate and just take a big hack, and mm-hmm. like make, it, and make and make damage with it. But in the beginning of the year, maybe you gotta focus a little more on the bitches in the middle, or like maybe taking okay. your knocks on the other okay. side. And, like, taking your walks and kind of like just playing the game until you build up until you feel right. good. To say it like that. It's so almost like,
0: like creating some momentum. momentum. Like maybe let a walk turn into a hit. And then, Or, yeah. or and then a hit turn into now I'm driving the ball. And now it's been, you know, a month like <laughs> August. Yeah. Right? And you were hot, right? I think I, I had a good August, but you did as well. And so... You let it all build and, like, take me through your August. Like, did you realize, okay, now I'm hot, I got to ride it? Or were you just like, you know, I'm just playing the game? Like, what what, what was it for you?
1: Uh, honestly, I never really think that I'm hot or, like, mm-hmm. cool or anything like that. I feel like, you know, you put in the work, you do your routine, it feels good, and you kind of just go and play the game. And I feel like in August, it just felt like I was under control of all that, you know? And that's what it felt good, that I was in the control of my routine, on my time, or, like, where I needed to be at the right time. So, I feel like that's why I was able to have that that good month, because I just
0: kept consistent on every single thing that I needed to do. And so, for those people out there who probably ask, well, why don't you just do that all the time? Can you explain why we can't just do that all the time? It, it just
1: doesn't happen. It just doesn't it just doesn't, doesn't happen right. like that. It we all—every single—I feel like every single person on this side, every single player— it's trying to do that every single time, but sometimes it just doesn't happen. It sometimes doesn't happen. it's a little things in the middle that doesn't allow it to. And I'm telling you, we, do, we yes, want to do be good. We, do. We, we prepare ourselves. We sacrifice. We do all these things because we want to be good in this sport. But sometimes it's not going to happen. It's not our fault. It just, that's kind of how the game yeah, goes. <laughs> I mean,
0: sometimes it's, it's you got Julio out there running down and making a diving catch catching the gap. Now, instead of me being one for one with a double, now I'm 0 for one, and that kind of changes your mind. Everything. It changes it changes everything, and now one diving play could lead to a 0 for 12, where you dive and you miss that. Now I'm one for one with a double, and I get four hits that day, just because yeah. it's, it's a mental thing. So, you know, uh, but like I said, you're August. You had that same mind, you, th- that confidence. You may have seen one or two. Land, you felt good at the plate, you know, and you controlled the strike zone. You did a lot of really good things. You uh, have been helping your team get to where you guys are now in playoffs again, right? And so yeah. how is that? You guys got a lot of young guys, too.
1: I mean, it's definitely fun. And I feel like you you being, you being the spot, I feel like there is no, there is no more fun baseball with a playoff baseball, you know? Regardless, other than WBC. Yeah, Other than WBC, yeah, for sure. That's a different, that's a different that's that's a different you put it you put it on. That's this in its, a, a league of its own. Yeah, it's that's different. You know, when when you wear that those color of your country on your chest is
0: different. That's different. That's different. But um But during I, the season, yeah, during the season baseball? playoff
1: baseball is fun because there is no other goal that to win that ballgame right there, mm-hmm. to move on. Regardless, everybody's willing to do whatever it takes to take that dub. So I feel like uh being able to be in that spot competing this late in the year and like Having the opportunity to be in there is definitely huge, you know. And that's
0: what we're trying to do. Do you think that you guys can... I'm trying to think of all the, the experience you have around. You have some, some good experience, some older guys, not even older guys, but some guys that have been around for a little bit. Then, But a lot of you guys are young and young in playoffs as well. And so do you feel like... A disadvantage is—that's the wrong word—but how, how do you feel like that helps or hurts you because you don't have a whole lot of the playoff experience? I mean, we definitely, we definitely don't have like a lot
1: of guys for like big playoff experience. But at the same time, you cannot be like blaming on oh we don't have experience. by the end of the day, we gotta go out there and play ball. You right. Know? Right. And if we start thinking oh, let's say this this team has more. All the players on us. I feel like at the end of the day, we gotta lay everything down on the field, no matter what. No matter what, if you have experience or not, like we gotta lay everything out on the field. So I feel that's that's how this team feels.
0: That's- yeah, I mean, and in playoffs is even in the WBC. Now I will say this: even in WBC playoffs and the regular season, at the end of the day, it's all the same game. It's baseball. We're always playing baseball. Now the energy is different. Different. <laughs> the energy is a. a that that changes a lot, right? But the, the game is 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 always the same. And so if you get some guys in there, because I, I I even get nervous before playoffs now. You know, I still, you know, I get the butterflies like, all right, you know, uh, we gotta go, especially in the, yeah, the, the, the You know, going you, on, you, know you know what I'm talking yeah. about. And so if you guys get in there and you, you know, you see some guys kind of nervous or whatever, like, hey, it's the same game, you know. But they also have to embrace it as well. Yeah, you gotta. It. I feel in, like
1: if you if you start trying to cover the sun in one finger, then it's going to burn, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like you got to, like, acknowledge that this is a big moment. Yep. But you just got to take it like it is, you know? It's another game. It's a big game, but you got to, like, soak it all in.
0: Yep. All right, so you and you're a 30-30 guy this year. Yep. Praise God. Uh, Uh, How hard is that to do? I mean, it is hard, you know? I feel like...
1: People don't realize how much we run, how much we do, how much wear and tear your body a whole season is. So
0: And being a, a center fielder
1: too. Yeah, so like being able to maintain that throughout— oh, That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> being able to maintain that throughout like the whole year is definitely, it's definitely hard. And being able to stay on the field, playing every day. So it's hard. It's hard to maintain that. And I just, you know, like I said, like thank you God to be able to keep me on the field. And be able to do that because, you know, and be able to be able to be part of a selected group that that data is pretty cool.
0: So, what do you think about who uh Acuna now? He's what? crazy, he's probably gonna be what 70-40? Yeah. 70-40. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's man. ridiculous. I just say that people appreciate that. I, I just hope that people really appreciate that because from this side, from this point of view, that like we know how hard it is to play this game and how uh-huh. hard it is to stay consistent. That's unbelievable to do. It's
0: un, it's almost. It's almost like he's he's just toying with us, like he's playing a <laughs> he's game. He's playing, playing a game that somebody nobody else is playing. Yeah, he just played his game. That's funny. You know, man. That's so, <laughs> funny. <laughs> maybe one day you'll do that, bro. Oh, God willing, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. see. All right, tell me about the home run derby because uh, you know this is your second time uh, your second time doing it. Did it at Dodger Stadium, mm-hmm. and then you did it here in Seattle. Like, do you just enjoy it? Or are you gonna do it until you win, or what? Uh I mean. I feel like I'm going to take a break from it a little bit. Okay. But
1: well, I definitely enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. And it's a cool— I, I think, personally, I think it's a cool band, you know. Like, I got to do it over there in the Dodger Stadium, yeah. which I got to say, man. And when you dialed me up, when you were, like, running— uh, walking behind the the home plate, that was one of the coolest moments oh, ever. Ah, thank you, man. No, I got to say, man. I got to say, <laughs> because I remember— I, I kind of grew up in a way, like, watching you when you were in Boston yeah. and, like, when you got traded over here, too. Uh— but that was one of the coolest moments. I'm glad
0: I got. Yeah, I'm yeah. a memory in Julio Rodriguez's life. Yeah, no,
1: that was cool, man. <laughs> but it's it's a great it's a great event, you know, and be able also to repeat it and come back to back and doing Seattle here and like just kind of feel the energy of all those fans that yeah. were like in yeah, there. take me
0: through that. So we were sitting. I remember <laughs> we were sitting uh, under under when they were a- introducing us, mm-hmm. and you were last. So we all go up and then. Your name, Julio Rodriguez, and everybody goes crazy. Take me through that feeling. Like, how was that? How did that feel? Man, it just—it
1: felt it felt unbelievable. Like, I never had that feeling before, and just kind of feel the whole energy of the city just kind of waiting for that moment, like, building it up and, like, knowing, oh, he's going to come last or whatever. Yeah. Like, just that whole, like, energy that they had was just different, and— once I got to it, I, I was able to step on that plate and just see— I look around a little bit and, like, just saw everybody kind of standing up mm-hmm, and, like, yeah. just getting ready for it. I just could tell, like, could feel, like, the energy of, like, everybody on that field. And, like, I felt
0: I was. that's why I was able to do what yeah, I did. Yeah, then that. you hit 40 homers. <laughs> so tell me about that. How did you hit 40? Were you just, like— It it looked like you just started... You were just swinging. Like, you weren't even paying attention to where the ball was going. You weren't paying attention to what was... You were just swinging. And they're just... Homer. Homer. Uh. Like, that was... To this day, that's probably one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. Uh, so, just uh, know your memory in Mook's in Mook's uh, memory bank as well. I so, mean, ta- take me through that, bro. Take me I through mean, those. Was it four minutes, three minutes, or four minutes? I think it was. That one was three three, three minutes, four minutes somewhere. take me through those three minutes.
1: Ah, uh, I mean, it was it was crazy, you know. Because first of all, I gotta give props to my my boy me that was throwing BP. Okay, yeah. Uh he was money, but. Man, I would just, I blacked out. Just see ball yeah. hit ball, and like I wasn't trying to do too much. I was trying to stay consistent through it, but I could just hear the roar of the crowd every single time that I would, like made that mm-hmm. contact in that spot. And it was, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Just like feeling the roar of the crowd, just kind of like swinging, just putting a good swing after a good swing after it. Like I said, my, my man framed me. He was on it.
0: Yeah, and that, that's huge. That yeah.
1: having a good BP thrower. Yeah, a... definitely. And like he was just consistent the whole time and would definitely stay consistent throughout the whole ride. Yeah. And I remember when I when I finished and had like 40 the 41th and I was like, man, I'm I'm done. You were d- like, I'm done. <laughs> you didn't even want to. Yeah, like, I'm telling you, I feel after that round, I was like, man, I basically did it for the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I did everything I got. Okay, so tell me before that, I think on your on your vlog, you had said that Otani was in the cage. He was in there for a while. <laughs> tell me about that. Tell me about um, that story. You don't have to throw him under the bus, you know, whatever, but tell me about that because you needed to get in there and warm up, yes. even though you're only 22. Yeah,
1: so it was it was basically I started to walk oh, this a video. So he was he was gonna start doing his routine and all that, but like that was a time that I had in my head, okay, I need to Warm up, at this time mm-hmm. to be ready for my round. And whenever I saw him on the cage, I was like, "Man, this is Otani, right?" So like, can't I can't say anything. but since I'm in my head, like, man, I gotta practice. You're right. So whenever I walked in, I was like, I looked and I was like, "Man, I'm a little, you know, like gotta respect the guy." And I was like, "Sure, I love you to death, but I gotta practice, man." He <laughs> was, he did This is my city. Yeah, I, need to I get don't ready. know. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do my thing. So. He understood it. It was a nice
0: guy, but he was cool. He was cool about it. (laughs) All right. So, um, and you're a young guy, and I think we all have been trying to kind of change the culture of baseball. Uh, We're all doing it in kind of our different ways, right? And celebrations have been, you know, kind of a— a good thing and a bad thing depending on which side of the fence you are, depending on if you're a part of the older generation or the other younger generation. And I'm kind of right in the middle. I'm, <laughs> I'm right in the middle. So, what do you, how do you feel about celebrations and, and how they affect the team? I mean, I'm
1: all in on celebrating. You know, I'm all in on celebrating. I feel like we know how hard this game is. Mm-hmm. And when you're able to do something good in this, in the toughest sport and, the history of the universe say like that, man, you got to be able to celebrate, you right. know? Like, when you're able to, like, hit that homer in that big moment or, like, just whatever it is that you're helping your team win, you know how much work you have put for it. So, yeah. like, so at least for that moment, you got to be able to celebrate that.
0: And I, I'm I'm with you because, you know, in football, everybody knows how hard it is to score a touchdown. So, when those guys score a touchdown, they get to they celebrate. Dance, they do all, they do all that, Right. Well, in baseball, you know, there is a point where even though I hit 30 home runs, think about how many times I hit, (laughs) you know? I've hit 600 times and I've hit 30 homers. So the time, like, yeah, I want to celebrate a little bit. Now, I don't just because... I was right on the tail end of the older generation, right. But watching you guys, it actually is is kind of in- inspiring because it's it fun. It's, it seems fun, like doing doing our Freddie dance, right? Like initially, it was like you know, kind of I don't know. But then, like how the culture is going and how other cultures are, is like it, it, it's fun. And you've been to Dominican. Uh, baseball t- games right, of course, DR, right that's right? what
1: that's what I grew up. That was tell my me big about league.
0: that. Like tell 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 me and and some of the people the people about that because that's a completely different game than what it is in the big leagues. I feel like f- that's what I grew up watching. That was like my big leagues before I knew the big leagues to mm-hmm. say it like
1: that. So um the games are where they're fun. You know you play you play a short amount of game but you, every single game matter. And everybody knows how hard it is to come on top on that yeah. list. So like Every single out, every single strikeout, every single home run, all the stuff. Those people, like, they celebrate the, like a life or death thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we are from Dominican Republic. We all have, like, the session in the country that, oh, you're rooting for this team. And everybody kind of bashing each other. So, like, they go to life to death on it. So, that's why, like, they celebrate it so much. They bring bands to the field. They The whole, like, rivalry between Aguilas and Isay and, like, all those other teams. They just... It's unbelievable the energy. I feel like if I recommend you something, just go watch it. Go, go watch one time the to
0: the Dominican Republic and just watch a game. Do you feel like the MLB could take some of those things, maybe not all of it, but some of the 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 fun and, and implement that we should do that? I think we should.
1: I think we should. I feel like it gives it gives the fans and other things to go to the ballpark and enjoy. You know, it gives it gives something. Else, like that is also bringing your energy not us, not just to the fans, but also to the players. And like you cannot allow them to be who they are, you yeah. Know? You because, see the
0: personalities,
1: yeah. Because at the end of the day, like if I step on the field and like I just go out there and be myself, I don't want to rub somebody else the wrong way. I'm just like playing as free as I can play. Right. You know, it's not about the guy that I right. get humble yeah. with, or it's not that him striking right. me yeah. out. It's about him, you know. Yeah. It's about what he likes to do, what he wants to do. So I, I think that's like, what it is. Yeah, I feel like everybody should be allowed to do to be themselves 100%. Right, right. Because at the end of the day, we're all different. You come yeah. from different place that I did. You grew up watching something different than I did. So, like, why either are you you, why do I have to tell you how to act? Right. Or you tell me how to act when well, you, we, well, you never see things from my eyes.
0: And that's, I, I understand that because when, I think when guys bat flip or somebody strikes someone out, to your point, it's not about that I struck you no. out. No, It's more of, I was successful in that situation, and this is my celebration.
1: Yeah, literally, you know? that's what I think. And like, whenever somebody strikes me out, if you want to be pumped, it's okay. Like, that's good. That is, I know what it feels like. You can do that. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna tell you because I know I'm gonna. I'm getting fired up to come back and like try to get you. Yeah, a right, home right, run And right. I want to celebrate too. Right. But it's not like about you striking me out, like me hitting arm off for of you. I want to be successful. In that.
0: It's just a moment. It's just a moment. Yep. You know, you gotta. Mm-hmm. You want to
1: appreciate your moment in your own way.
0: Right, and and I think. Like you said, maybe we should come up because, like, jazz doing the the Euro <laughs> step, right? Or, or, or yeah, or, or uh, um, Ozuna when he took a picture down the, uh, you know, um, down the third base. He started line.
1: That in the VR.
0: Oh, see, there yeah, you go. He
1: started yeah, that in the VR, You know,
0: Tatis when he does the little shuffle thing around third base, right? I think that does show personality, and that's like the signature. You know, in Mortal uh, in the video games, Mortal Kombat. You ever play Mortal Kombat? Yeah, of course. Okay, so you. Finishing, it. you know the town It's like you know you know who you're picking. You know the finishing move, right? And so maybe that's kind of what how we should view it. Like yeah. uh, uh, Castillos when he,
1: that's the like role, his yeah. that's his
0: that's like his finishing move, right? So maybe you know that, that's a that's a good idea. Maybe that's a, a great perspective. I'm a, uh I'm I'm trying to come up with a signature or something. I don't know what it's gonna be. <laughs> we'll see. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Let, yeah, take me back to young young Julio. Growing up in the DR, how was it and how tough was it? Because coming out of the DR, there, there's it's a lot of people that play baseball. And the, and the academies that are there, there's a lot of people. And so you really have to find, figure out how to become better than everyone. So tell me about how the experience was.
1: Uh, I mean, I started playing baseball in my hometown, Loma de Cabrera.
0: Um, when I was,
1: what, like five, six, even younger than that, probably with my dad. But, I started playing there until I was like 14. That's whenever… Over there, honestly, I used to play on the streets. I used to play on the baseball field after practice with tennis ball, with Mm -hmm. like bottles, little caps. Mm -hmm. Like with every single thing that we could like think of, we would be playing baseball. And like on the streets… Everywhere, pretty much everywhere. At school, everywhere. So baseball is everywhere in the Dominican mm-hmm. Republic, and I feel like that's also why the, the competition is kind of hard because everybody wants to be a baseball player. You know, every yeah. every single kid their dream and the best way out sometimes is just be a baseball player. That was the case for me. Like I, it was a whole bunch of other kids. So when I was fourteen, that's whenever they the, this academy is me and the academy name is called Bermudes I trained there with Kiko Pena and like his son and all that. Um, I was there for like a couple of years, so that was when I was 14. Mm-hmm. I was there for like, a couple of years doing tryouts, going to different parts of the Dominican Republic, doing tryouts, showcases. Also, like
0: show you did a lot of showcases. and Yeah, stuff. okay.
1: I did a lot of tryouts when I was when I was kid, but that was like the that was like kind of the process of it. That's what you, you had to do. That. Yeah, you needed to wait until you were 16 to be able to sign with the team, and that's where the Mariners came in. Okay. When I was 16. So from like 14 to like 16, I did a lot of tryouts, a lot of different teams. A lot of different teams had the opportunity to do, uh, to sign me or everything like that. But the best choice for me was the Mariners back then. I don't know. I don't know why, but I just kind of felt that connection with them. I just felt like it was like the best organization for me to, to succeed in a way that they 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 were, were going to provide me with the things that I needed to get better. Okay. And that's what I saw in them, and we're here. We're here now
0: okay so you signed 16 years old came over and you tell me about your minor league experience
1: uh the minor league was pretty cool honestly i got to uh, was it a
0: different w- so you were was it different like you were like wow i'm in the u.s and this is completely different or because the especially in the lower minor leagues a lot of guys come over and so were, were you comfortable I
1: I feel like, in a way, when I was 14, I had to move from my hometown to a different—to a city in Santiago. Okay. So, again, I had to leave my parents. I leave my hometown. So, that's when my process of, like, kind of living away started.
0: Oh, okay. So, you were kind of—it was kind of normal for you.
1: In a way, yeah. In a way, we're just—I remember talking to my parents when I was a kid, and I was like— Okay, if I'm gonna do this, I can be crying and complaining. Mm-hmm. I was like 14, maybe 15. And I was like, if I'm gonna do this, I can be crying and complaining.
0: And so you came over, you're already kind of used to being on your own. Yeah. And you going through the minor leagues, was the minor leagues tough for you?
1: Uh it was it was it was tough in a way, but I feel like at the same time I kind of prepared myself a little bit for it, especially with the English. Mm-hmm. Because my parents, they when I went to Santiago, my parents uh they didn't want me to rely really on people. Like, okay. they wanted me to be my own like my own person. Not having to, like, rely on somebody. Or, like, if I needed to get food, if I needed to do this and that. They didn't want me to have that thing in the middle. So, mm-hmm. when I was, like, 14, 15, they put me on the, this institute to kind of learn a little bit of English and all that. To kind
0: of, like, prepare oh, so myself. so you started learning before you came. Two yeah. years before you came.
1: Uh, Kind of, yeah. It's not that like I knew… Like, how to speak English fluently or, like, things like that. But I knew the basics. I knew how to, like, put together a sentence and, like, kind of, like, say it, like, however I could. But… So, how did your English get so good? Just from Just being practicing here being here? Just, I, I, It was more… So, I signed with the Marines at 16. And I remember that year, they had, like, this instructional league, And they sent, they like, six, seven, like, Americans to the academy in the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. And… Man, I told them, like, hey, I don't know. My English is not good. Like, I'm going to tell you from now. But if somehow you can help me out, like, I'm going to take it. You know, and like, it's okay if you tell me, hey, it's not good. Like, you can say it like this. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's going to make me better. At the end of the day, we're able to talk here now. Yep. Because yep. of, like, things like that. So, I just, I feel like proud
0: to them that they can, like, help me out to 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 be here. Well, I mean, at least you, you, and you cared about learning learning about english yeah. so as you were going rising up through the minors how was how was having success because as you you debuted at 20 21, 21 yeah. and so that means you flew through the minor leagues and sometimes having success like that is hard because you you become you think that it's all the time you think this is how baseball really is. So how was it handling that success through the minor leagues? I mean,
1: honestly, just kind of like staying committed to where I wanted to be. You know, I wanted to be in the big leagues. I wanted to get here. So so you I didn't even care
0: about it? Didn't matter?
1: I, no, for me, it didn't really care. Like, I feel like I, I was doing what I needed to do to get to the big leagues as fast as I can that I got here to help the team. And I remember I started in like DSL. But my whole point wasn't like being good here in DSL or like being good on low A or being good in high A or double A. It was how can I learn everything I need to do to get to the big leagues. Okay. So if it was this level, I like, what can I learn here in this level? Oh, if it was not the other level, what can I learn here? Because my end goal was always to be here. Right. right? And that's why I feel like I was viewing it as a preparation to get there, not as just being good at that level. So I feel like that's kind of how I handle like I handle it being the minor leagues. It's kind of like preparing myself to get out there over
0: here. Was your dad or mom or or were they one of your coaches growing up, or did they? I'm sure they helped you a lot, but how? What was their relationship and with you through all this? Because you left, I, not that you left, but you kind of had to leave a little yeah. bit at 14, and yeah. so they were, they were kind of in the background watching while they're you're 14 years old and, you know, now obviously made it to the big league. So how how were they throughout this whole process? I mean, there
1: were definitely I was involved, you know. There were always, like, my, especially my dad. Like, he was always involved into me doing the right things. He was always, like, calling me, checking in on me. And, like, he was always, he would come to Santiago. My mom, too, like, they would come to Santiago, the city that I was at to make sure, like, all the things were going well. And, and you know, I like, mean, you're, you're a parent now, and, like, you know how hard it would be to be away from your kids. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that was a really hard process to them. But at the same time, they, we were all in this together. You know, like, if we started, like, crying, complaining about, like, oh, we were so far away, we're going to, like, all get sad. Yeah. We're all going to be, like, harder. make it, like, see all the hard parts. But if we are instead of, like, that, we focus on the things that we're going to do, to get better and then we celebrate joy and like all these hard times were just part of the process, you know So I feel like they will always support me They were always there for me for whatever I need to do as a parent as a friend Um, I was like giving me that good advice, you mm-hmm. know, that we needed because you know, you go through 12 times You know, you go through 12 oh, times yeah. and being able to have them there was definitely like key for for all this to happen You have any brothers or sisters? I do have an older sister and two younger siblings. A little boy, a little girl.
0: So, do you feel like your older sister, did she help you with with anything? Like, I, just having someone else to talk to?
1: I mean, yeah, definitely. I feel like uh, me and my sister, like, we we, we we always have been pretty close. And we always are able to talk, like, anything. You know, she was older than me, but, like, she was kind of like my little mom in a way, too.
0: Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: she, she, she always would take care of me. You know? That's what I feel like. We, we were really close and talk about anything with her.
0: So you have so older sister, two younger siblings, yourself, so four, mm-hmm. and your mom and dad. So when you got the call, did you call all them? I called my mom and my dad. Okay, so tell me about it. You got the call and what did you do first? Oh man, I I, I remember when when Scott was telling me that I was going to go
1: to the big least man. I was blacked out. Like I, mm. I not I was like blacked out, just like zero in on his face, and I was just like listening to like, man, like, why are you gonna tell me I'm either gonna go down to the double A AA or triple A or gonna go out to the big leagues? I knew I did everything I could to like make the team. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was like right here, right now, the moment of my dreams. Am I either gonna go there or not? And like once and once he told me that I was gonna be a big leaguer, like I. You know, I, my hands were sweating. I yeah. was shaking. You know, you get oh, all those mm-hmm. feelings. So it's like, man, like basically, finally, yeah. we're able to get the opportunity to be here. So, and then uh, when
0: you call, tell me about
1: your call with your parents. What, uh, how was that? I called my dad. My dad didn't take the phone first. He, oh,
0: he yeah, did.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay. Whatever. Okay. I guess he's too busy right now. <laughs> but then I called my mom, and uh, there was there was been videos and all that from it because my man here they did a great job on it. But, uh, my mom was definitely really excited, you know, like, she, did she was, cry? She was crying for yeah. sure. Yeah. My mom was definitely crying uh, from both, but it was definitely like, I could tell like how happy she was for me, how proud of that. Like everything, the other sacrifice that we have done and like, man, we come from nothing basically. So being able to like do that step, all of us as a family together, it was, it was pretty cool.
0: And so did you cry?
1: I didn't cry man I don't know but I I was just a little too you no, but yeah. it's like I that's cried okay. So, yeah. That's okay that's okay that's yeah. that's
0: good I mean like you said it's everything everything you dreamed dreamed for you know everything yeah. you worked hard for so it's it's okay yeah, cry. No, it's okay bit. So and, and let me ask you one more thing before we move to the next uh subject Do you feel like you know, being that you know you you have a big responsibility with this team. Like, do you feel like it, it, a lot of pressure? Pressure is maybe the wrong word, but I'm just going to have to use it. You have a lot of pressure, especially going down this, this last two weeks to perform in order to help your team get. Because y'all are right. You're right there. <laughs> yeah, And you're you're going to need the guys to pitch well. You're going to need you to play well. But, knowing that you're you and like, you know, this is the J-Rod show here in Seattle. Like, do you feel like there's a lot of pressure on you? I mean... And it's good pressure. Like, not bad pressure. But like, good pressure. Pressure that you enjoy. Like, do yeah, you, do no, you definitely. That?
1: I feel like I definitely enjoy that part because it's a competition, you know.
0: You're competing
1: to like, get there. And, I feel like I enjoy that part. You know, I enjoy to be able to because I demand that for myself too. You know, I want to I wanna do good for the team. I want to be able to like perform and we know what the angle is every single time at the end of the year. But man, I feel like in the way that I put it, it just, I feel like we all got to just prepare. You know, we got to mm-hmm. be ready for it. And like once we step on the field, it's like, what can we do to just win? You know, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. I try to simplify all the time just to kind of prepare and like, once I step on the field, God, God is God? guys the only one that knows it's going to happen. But I want to be prepared for whatever it needs to happen right there.
0: And so, when you when you go to prepare and you know, and like you know, every game matters, right? And not that every game doesn't matter early in the season, but now every game matters. Like, does your preparation change, or does it? Do you add more? Do you take a little more? What What is it? What, what, I feel what you,
1: like if I if I were to add one one more thing is meditation. To say like that. That's that's probably like one thing that I always like, helped me to kind of like focus on the things that I need to do. Now the things that are like kind of like a waste of time, like things that are not gonna add value to where I need to go. So mm-hmm. I feel like I like to meditate every single time like that, that I I'm going to like to things that are really like important like this down, down like this last stretch. I like to just focus in on my the things that I need to do.
0: So uh, during the day, yo after BP, I'm assuming you meditate right before the game. Yeah. Do you go you go in a room by yourself or do you put your headphones in, you sit at your locker, what what does that look like? If for, if, for if, if I'm
1: at home I'll go to like a room, this this room that we got that it's kind of like the sleep room, yeah, the nap room, okay? Yeah. yeah. So I go in there and I always like take my take my time over there. How long do you need? Um the short stro- the short stro- I do is like, 10, 5 minutes, but literally sometimes I go in there for like 30.
0: Oh, so you're taking a nap. You're not meditating.
1: Well, I do meditate for the first part of it. Uh,
0: <laughs> you meditate <laughs> until you fall asleep. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it and helps s- you. And so, do you, you feel like that meditation is kind of what allows your brain to to have all the thoughts that run through? You let them go through no matter what they are? Like, is that what you use the meditation for?
1: Yeah. It definitely, you know, you always have to prepare. You go to the gym. You go to do your healing routine. You do all those things. But I feel like that, I should say, like, that's kind of, like, organizes everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it puts everything where it needs to go. And it just allows me to just go out there to the field and just play free.
0: So you, so, based off you meditating, that means you're, you're big, really big on, in mental health. Yeah, definitely. And, and so, do, how often do you practice or, or whatever, like mental health? Like, so, so what that looks like for me is when I'm at home or, or, you know, even in the box or on the field, wherever I'm at, I, instead of tell my, telling myself, like, um, I don't look for this pitch or I don't want to do this or I, I don't want to get beat deep or I don't want to, I don't want to eat this food. Instead of saying what I don't want to do, I try and practice what I actually do want to do. Right? And and, and so, how, how does that work for you? Like, how do you put that into your life? How do you implement these things into your life?
1: I feel like I always... I feel like meditating and, like, other things of mental health... Mental health is more about realizing, like you said. Like, realizing all those thoughts. And, like you said, too, it's just, like, kind of putting the energy and the things that you really want to do. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like I feel like that's that's really big key for it. And I feel like that I do a lot of a lot of those things because that's what you see. That's why whenever you're like doing some meditation, that like they tell you instead of like you think of the negative things, just kind of put the energy in the positive way and like in the way that you talk to yourself.
0: Yeah. And because, especially self-talk. Yeah, self-talk. Yeah. It's
1: just like in the way that you talk to yourself and how do you manifest all those things? Because if you start thinking about the negative, you're putting negative things out there. Yeah. If you start, like, thinking about how do you talk positive to yourself and, like, just kind of, like, spread that positivity throughout, like, not just you, for the people around you, how you talk, like, how you, like, Mm -hmm. giving advice and things like that. So I feel like that's what I try to do. That's what I pay attention to.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay, so this is something super random I forgot to ask you earlier. You know, you signed your deal. You're gonna be a, a a Mariner for a while. What'd you do when you uh when you what'd you get when you first signed? What was your first purchase?
1: For me, for me, I bought my G Wagon. You bought a G Wagon? Yeah. That's that was my first fully loaded, custom
0: everything. Uh yeah, you can say it like that. It was brand new though, too. Brand new G Wagon. And why a G Wagon? Uh, I thought like that was that was kind
1: of one of my dream cars always and I don't know, I like sporty cars, but I feel like that's not like such a sporty car, but just kind of like a strong, like nice, protective car that I always liked. And yeah, that was my first purchase mm-hmm. for myself.
0: And do you, and obviously, you're a jewelry guy. You you like nice, nice pieces. I really like your J-Rod <laughs> necklace Thanks. right there. That, that looks really good. You like watches too?
1: Uh, yeah, but I haven't gotten into it like that, like that
0: are you, are you planning on yeah. getting into into watches? Definitely. Definitely. And, and and do you do you actually use your watch when you have a watch do you actually use it for the time or you just got it? No, nah, I just got it. You nah, just I got have it. a phone for yeah, that. Yeah. So your your watches don't even, they don't even work. Uh, not really. <laughs> this one's not working right now. <laughs> this one's actually working. It working? Okay. Yeah, it's actually working. Okay. Uh oh, oh, I don't know if you saw this but Dion Sanders, coach Prime mm-hmm. at Colorado. Yeah, have, have, do you do you know much about Deion Sanders at all, Coach Prime? I mean, I definitely know his
1: phrase: "Like look good, look good, like, feel good, play, play good. good." Okay, so that's
0: <laughs> that's him in a nutshell. He, um, there was a coach that told him, or not even told him that. Just, just kind of, you, you saw him. You know, know what I'm talking about? How do you feel about that? Like wearing, are you on base or off base with glasses during an interview? We're here right now. On base, yeah. On base, on base. Like, it's
1: not. It's not. I feel like, I get, like we were talking earlier. Everybody got their own personality, right. you know. That was his household was taught that he doesn't know what in the Sanders household mm-hmm. was taught. Like he doesn't know any of that. He doesn't know that the value that he was raised with, you know. He see the he sees the glasses and the hat and all that, but what is he about? Yeah. Do you got the time mm-hmm. to talk to him or like actually learn about him? So I feel like. I'm on base on that, you know.
0: You're doing you. You, it, he has to be him. He has I to mean, be. I mean, the man said he's packing up all his luggage, and he's bring oh he's bringing a lot of luggage, but it's all Louis. <laughs> so if he says that, you know, he got to wear glasses in in interviews, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, again, Coach Prime just uh, being himself, and I think he's like pretty much the number one person everybody could look at. Yeah. Who, said, who always is himself, but handles his business as well. And yeah. there is space for both, you know? Okay, so let me ask this, because this has a, been a huge topic on this show. Anime. You watch anime? Definitely. Okay. When did you first start watching anime? Well, I
1: was a kid, like, back in the Dominican Republic. Like, I feel like throughout my whole life, I've always
0: watched anime. And do you watch regular TV as well? Uh, not very much. So you watch more anime than regular TV? Definitely, yeah. Does anime, they make movies? They do. They
1: do make movies too. But like, it's like more like uh, animated movies like that.
0: Okay, so give me, give me, give me... What's your favorite anime? Uh, my favorite anime is Naruto. Naruto. Mm. Yeah, that's my favorite all time. And, and... Have you watched all the episodes of that? Yeah.
1: Ever since… They came out with this second part. It's called Boruto. But it's kind of like his son. I didn't really get much into that one. Because, you know, like… You you like your character. You kind of want to see
0: him. But, yeah. I watched pretty much every single one of them. Okay, so… I got this game called Blind Rankings. Blind Rankings? And it's about animes. Oh, my God. Okay. So, I'm going to tell you… I'm going to say an anime, and you can't, you can only only rank it once, right? So you don't know all the five I'm going to say. Okay. Let's see. Dragon Ball Z. Two. Dragon Ball Z is number two. That was a quick two, too. Okay. Quick two. Dragon Ball Z is number two. Let's go with One Piece. I'm a lot of
1: people might say a lot of things about this, but I didn't really get into One Piece. Okay. Because I feel like One Piece is all his own chain to say like that. Like, okay. um, and if you didn't start, like, kind of grew up with it, there's so many episodes. Okay. So I feel like I didn't really get into it because I was a little late to the party. Okay. And it was a lot of episodes. So okay. I was like, nah. I'm gonna put, yeah. put it on five because I don't know. Five. I, I know a lot of people like it. I respect every single one
0: of you guys.
1: No, you
0: you ain't got to explain nothing to them. I didn't didn't watch it. Five. I didn't watch it. So it's fifth. Fifth. It's going fifth. Yeah. (laughs) All right. What about Bleach? Bleach, fourth. Didn't watch it. You
1: didn't watch Bleach either. Okay. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer? I'm going to put it. Uh, You guys just five anime? Yeah,
0: there's five animes. Okay. I'm going to put Demon Slayer, three. Demon Slayer three and Naruto I definitely. That's, that's 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 yeah, that's
1: the top three I definitely watch. Uh, Demon Slayer is really good anime. They slack off a little bit in the last last season. I gotta say that. But Dragon Ball Z and Naruto are my top my top two. Dragon Ball Z was the one that basically every single time after school I would literally just run back. To make it on time because then we would just play one episode yeah. for like 30 minutes. I didn't want I wanted to make it on time for that.
0: Did you ever like draw the characters? Uh not
1: really. I'm I'm getting into drawing a little bit, but Oh, you're getting into drawing. Yeah, I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn. So if anybody well, got advice for me, send it this way.
0: Okay. All right. So I got some um got some fan questions before we wrap. All right. So first question is people are split on sunglasses during adult conversations. That's not a question. This is a statement. Someone is riding with us when it comes to glasses. I, I on, on set, you know, on, on during interviews, whatever, I don't understand why people care so much about someone else wearing sunglasses. Like, cause, to me it's like it ain't affecting your day. No. It ain't got nothing to do with <laughs> Not, your day.
1: Nothing. Literally.
0: You at work or wherever you are and you trying to judge over here. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, you know, I'm just over here vibing with Julio. We got glasses on and now we got to take them off. So anyways, <clears throat> next question. What's your dream home run derby matchup? My dream home run derby matchup. Yep. It can they can be from the past or now. Uh, I mean, I feel like
1: I really want to watch Giancarlo, mm-hmm. George, uh, Ooh. who else? Blatty, for sure. That's from that, what that, I watch. Uh,
0: uh, senior. No, nah, I want to watch
1: Junior on okay. It again.
0: Okay. I want to watch,
1: uh, he was a big on Derby guy that he had a really big on Derby. It's George Hamilton. Oh, yeah. He got a... He got oh, a,
0: yeah. He got a... People didn't know about that. He got a crazy home run derby. Um, So you got Vlady Jr., you said, Yeah,
1: Vladdy, right? Judge... Judge, Stanton,
0: Stanton. Josh Hamilton. One more. Bonds. Barry Bonds.
1: I want to just see that guy swinging. It's yeah, I, I would
0: love to see him in person. Imagine just to see, like... No, man, that's... Crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, we got another question. Uh, Would you rather spend a spend a year on Mars by yourself or party on an island with your friends? Party on my island with my friends. You couldn't do it by yourself? No. Nah. I don't think I could do it by my, nah. by myself either. Um, Imagine so, something weird just coming out of there. Yeah, and Mars, oh. like... Where are we coming with that question from? <laughs> what am I going to do on Mars? Okay. Actually, going, going to tomorrow. Mars with my friends, maybe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on the island no matter what. I got one more question. Last question. Last, last question. Would you rather hit a walk-off home run to win the WBC or make the catch to win the World Series? Wow. Make, make like a we'll, we'll say rob a homer to win a World Series. Rob a homer to win a World Series or hit a walk-off homer to win the WBC? Wow, man. That's such a hard question. Can you do both? Uh, I think it has yeah it has or in there so you gotta choose one ah yeah man yeah. <laughs> man, man 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 that was so hard for those who are watching this that's how much the WBC like matters to us yeah or that's how it makes us feel yeah like it, it it means this much that he has a hard time answering this question but you gotta wow. answer it though there ain't no way
1: around. oh my god Oof. Oof, oof. Man, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Can we live that for, for the next episode? mm <sighs> Let me see. It's just one or the other. I mean... Man, I love American fans, but I want to do it for their country, man. <laughs> I want to do it for the country. Do it
0: for the DR, Julio. Wow. Hey, that's... that's that. That's real, though. I'm glad you were honest. I'm glad you were ah. honest about that. Because, you know, I'm not Dominican, so I, I'm sure
1: That's I can only imagine there, being Dominican. That's life over there. Basically, That's what I'm saying. I can life. only
0: imagine being Dominican and putting on that that uniform <laughs> and then playing in the WBC. Like, it's, a, it's a tiny country, man. Yeah. It's a little
1: country. And be able to represent that and just put on your chest, man. You guys know I love them, but... I got to do it for the, the walk-off.
0: And it's a walk-off homer, too. <laughs> He's over. All right, man, Julio. Uh. Thanks for coming on here. Um, obviously, I've been watching the last couple of years. Um, it's been fun. uh fun watching not only you playing, but mostly you just becoming who you are. And I think you have a big personality. And I think you embrace it. And I think that's super important, super important for not just you, but for our game, for your teammates. I'm sure that goes a long way for, for your teammates. Um, you, you being the leader, you doing everything uh, you need to do. Embracing the pressure. Embracing this pressure that you do need to play well for you guys to make it. You know, And, and obviously, everyone has to play well. This yeah. is not just on you. Of everyone course. has to play well. Everyone has to pitch well, play defense well, all this other stuff. But a lot is gonna ride on you, and I think uh, talking to you now, you really embrace that. And it's good to it's good to it's good to know that young guys, especially you're only twenty two years old, you uh, are, are very mature, and you'll have a long, successful career, brother. So, um, it, bro. <clears throat> again, uh, we'll see how this this battle goes this weekend. Don't play too well; <laughs> it'll be it'll be fun though. It'll be fun. We're gonna um, have fun, guys. Thanks for joining. Um, if there is anywhere out there that does drawing lessons, painting lessons, whatever it is, oh please, wife, please find Julio. And uh, we will be catching you guys uh, on the next episode of On Base. See you guys later.